and they can start the party at Scotland. That's a brilliant goal from Gary Jones. And Henderson, oh, what a goal! Hello and welcome to the RochdaleAFC.com podcast. My name is Dean and I'm joined once again by Chaff. Chaff, how are you, mate? Yeah, not too bad, thank you. How are you? Yeah, very good, thanks, mate. <laughs> Just a little chuckle there. <laughs> Luke knocks his own microphone and takes his glasses <laughs> off. Luke, how are you, mate? I'm good, thank you, mate. Yeah, I will be in a minute. <laughs> and Ryan, how are you, mate? My defenders were ready on Sunday, weren't they, mate? <laughs> yeah, but they have me to play, I guess. <laughs> How you doing, mate? Yeah, not too bad, mate. How are you? Yeah, not bad. Not bad at all after a good result for Dale on Tuesday. Um, but obviously, we haven't spoke since uh, Saturday's defeat to Hull. So, we'll start with uh, that, which was a pretty poor display. Ryan, I'll come to you first. What do you think What do you think happened uh, on Saturday? Do you think we were just up against one of the better teams in the league? Or, or, do you, or were you a little bit disappointed with our performance? Um, well, I think they were... Obviously, better than us. I think the final third, when you've got players like McGuinness, who's a full international, albeit only for Ireland, but even so, he, he plays regularly. Um, you know, we had Malik Wilkes. Um, we had a few top players. We had a young lad at, at left wing and put him in the midfield. So I think, yeah, they were better. Um, I think it was very much like a lot of our performances last season, where we had a lot of the ball. We had most of the ball, I think we had 65% possession or something like that um, and just didn't create anything or didn't really look like creating anything but I think part of that was down to the way we set up um, but I think part of that was, was them setting up against us and sort of letting us have the ball um, knowing that we had nothing in midfield that could, could create something out of the blue um, I, I do think Newby could have come inside a little bit more. I think he could have he'd, he'd, he'd sort of been playing as a 10 or an 8. I think he could have done something, but I think the way we set up, we just didn't create anything. And Yeah, I was disappointed with how we played. Um, was I expecting anything against Hull? No, but I was very disappointed with how we, how we performed and how, you know, in the end, it seemed pretty easy for them. Um, and I think if you look at the stats and it looks like we've had all the ball, you sort of like, you know, we've been a bit unlucky. We weren't unlucky. We were poor. They were better than us. They finished for chances. We didn't. And yeah, that was that, I think. Yeah, Chaff, um, when we first came into League One, I'm thinking both both times, uh, after the both promotions, 0-9-10 and 13-14, we seemed to really raise our game, didn't we, against the stronger teams in the league, thinking of the wins over the likes of Southampton and Sheffield Wednesday, whereas now we seem to really, really struggle in, in those sorts of games. We've seen defeats already this season to uh, Ipswich and, and Hull, and then at the end of last season, Portsmouth and Sunderland. Uh, do you have any re- any thoughts as to why that might be, why we're now struggling against those teams when it used to be those sort of matches where we really seem to rise to the occasion? Um, I'm not sure. It could possibly be something like we the North Air attitude when we first started uh, getting into League One. Um, we just went and we just played how we wanted to play against the likes of Southampton. Um, 
and it, it, it worked for us. Now I think there's just that mentality that, hang on a minute, these are a massive team. We're going to have to set it up a little bit differently. And it's not worked, really. We we do struggle against the bigger sides. Um, but yeah, I'm wondering if it's a mentality sort of thing uh, that seems to have changed. We don't go into games against bigger sides thinking, yeah, we're we're equals. We're in the same division. We're equals. We don't, we don't seem to do that anymore. I'm wondering if that's... Uh, plus, there's a there's a, just a huge difference in quality in there as well, to be fair. Yeah, I wonder also, perhaps this season, if the lack of fans in the ground in those sort of games um, is, is particularly noticeable. Uh, I'm not sure Hull is one that the fans would be massively up for, but I'm thinking back to the Sunderland game at the start of last season where... The, the crowd really did seem to get behind us and we had a good game. I know we didn't get any points from that, but it was certainly a better performance than the one we saw on Saturday. Um, Luke, obviously, defensively, there were issues throughout, but for me, we really struggled going forward on Saturday against Hull. How much do you think we're, we're still missing Humphreys? And, and Beasley still looks to be lacking a little bit of confidence in front of goal, even if the work rate's there. Yeah, it was quite... Even when we had the ball, it was, it was quite painful to watch at times because we just weren't doing anything with it to kind of, you know, penetrate Hull. I think Beasley's the kind of kind of player that um, will make Humphreys a better player in, in his game. But without Humphreys there, uh, Beasley's kind of, you know, he's leading the line by by doing a lot of running, um, you know, doing fairly well at holding the ball up and linking it up. Um, but he needs he needs that player to kind of go on beyond him and I think Humphreys will will be that will be that player. Um but, but yeah, I mean, I thought, I thought Hull kind of the way they were set up, we they were just really good defensively, really well organised. Um, the back four were brilliant, and I was kind of looking at it and, and doing a bit of research. And kind of when you see that, you know, they have Reese Burke in there, who they bought for a million and a half, you know, one point five million. These are the levels that we're against. Um, so I think it's it's kind of important not to get too carried away with the manner of the defeat. But at the same time, we defended really poorly. You know, we conceded two goals from corners again. Which seems to be our Achilles heel, you know, balls into the box. I think BBM will kind of, you know, if he's being honest with himself, he won't be happy with conceding goals like that against anyone, whether it's Hull City or, or Accrington. Um, we do have to do better at that. Um, but they just stifled us every time we did try and attack. They were really good. Yeah, Ryan, Luke touched on sort of the way we struggled with, with balls into the box there. And personally, I thought, I know Chaff disagrees. I think he thought that O'Connell had a good game. Uh, I think he did with the ball on Saturday, but. I said to you, didn't I, during the match, that I thought he was really struggling defensively. and We're used to seeing him clear those balls into the box, but also I just think he struggled with, with Hull's attackers running at him a little bit. How, how did you rate his performance on Saturday? Yeah, not up to his usual standards, but I think what you'll always get with O'Connell is he's probably, even when he's poor, he sort of, he'll still look decent because he'll still be good on the ball, but I think it shows that on Tuesday he didn't, he wasn't featured in the squad. Um, I think this season he's looked either unfit or like he's carrying a knock at points. Because even though I think he's been good, there's been times where I've thought he didn't look himself. Um, so perhaps he's carrying a knock or something. But yeah, I think he struggled. I think what you get with Hull um, as a centre-back, you've got McGinnis who's not a great player, but he's big and he's physical and he's He's got every physical attribute you want for a striker at this level. Um, but when he pushes on to McShane, you've got a couple of tricky wingers or an Umatenu who can play football. 
um, and they were pretty quick and can get the ball in tight areas. So perhaps it was the the mix of you know one min, one point dealing with a big physical centre half and probably centre back uh, centre forward, sorry, and bread and butter for the likes of O'Connell to then dealing with your intricate little you know probably championship level technical footballers. It was probably an issue and something he's not really had to face too much. I can't think of many other teams in the league who have a similar forward line to Hull. But ultimately, I think he's obviously carrying a bit of something for him to not to not to feature in every game so far. But yeah, he struggled. Um, but I think him and McShane both both did. Chaff, do you want to offer a counterpoint to that? I know you mentioned in your match report that you thought he was one of our better players on the day. Yeah, I'd, well, I, I kind of agree with you. Um, I don't think he was as good defensively as we're used to seeing, but we're used to seeing him not being far off sort of Dawson standard for defending for the, the whole time he's been here. Um, I don't think he was poor. Um, and I think he, his best sort of attributes in the game were he, he was our most creative player. Um which is a, a ridiculous statement to make for a centre-back. But the amount of times that he came forward out of defence and created even half chances because we didn't create many clear-cut chances at all. But he was the, he was doing more in the midfield than what the likes of Morley, Rathbone and Lund were. And that was why I thought he had a decent game. To, well, a, a decent-ish game, to be fair. I don't think anybody had a, a good game. But I don't think he had a bad game. That's that's fair enough. It's a game of opinions, isn't it? Um, I'll stick with you for this one as well, Chaff. But uh, Luke mentioned there about about Humphreys coming back in and Beasley being the sort of player that can get the best out of him. Where does that leave um, Alex Newby for you? I thought he had quite a poor game against Hull again, and like you say, no one had a particularly good game. But do you think? I think we've mentioned this before, but do you think when uh, Humphreys is available, Newby stays in the starting eleven, but perhaps drops into that attacking midfield role at the tip of the diamond? Um, I'm not sure. I think there's an argument to say that both him and Beasley have been chucked in the deep end considerably, um, having stepped up massively from non-league. It's a very, very big jump that they've had to make. And let's face it, we're relying on them to play well every game at the moment, um, especially Beasley. So it wouldn't surprise me to see Beasley given a rest or Humphreys when he comes back. But I'd also like to see them working together. And I, I agree that Beasley's work rate up front would probably help Humphreys, um, and if they can form a good a good enough partnership, I think we can cause defensive problems. Um, I also see Newby being quite integral, really, because him and Rathbone's been a bit inconsistent, but he's the one who creates. So you do you create? Do you sacrifice somebody who creates for Humphreys coming in, or do you sort of? Do you go off the, the potential partnership with Beasley? I don't know. I don't, there's an argument for either of them to be rested when, when Humphreys comes in, I think. Luke, um, Chaff mentioned as well, Rathbone is sort of seen as, as the most creative player in that midfield at the moment, but it really was another poor performance from him on Saturday, wasn't it? Uh, I thought I'd come to you with this one because I, I feel like every week I come to Ryan and he just digs a deep, <laughs> a deep hole about it. But to be fair, Ryan's points have looked... Have looked um, pretty prescient, haven't they, over the last few games? Obviously, I didn't. I didn't personally see the game on Tuesday against Burton, so 
when we come to discussing that one, I'll be asking news about that game. But on Saturday, it was another performance where where Ryan looks like he might be right about Rathbone's passing in particular. Yeah, I, re- I really like Ollie. Um, he is one of our better players. But but Ryan's been bang on with with kind of the comments he's made in previous weeks. Um, on Saturday in particular, he held onto the ball a lot uh, again. Uh, a few misplaced passes again. Um, and he had a tough battle with with Honeyman, Honeyman as well. Um, you, you know, they had a they had, they had a right ding dong, and um, in in many ways, I think kind of all his best attributes are kind of the way in which he can kind of dog and fight, um, and and kind of he is mobile as well and, and dynamic, getting game from end to end. Um, but he, he struggled, um, and I do kind of feel as though with us losing camps and losing that kind of creativity in the team, I think. You know whether he's kind of whether this is enforced or whether Ollie's putting this on on himself. He's feeling. I think you kind of sense that he's trying too hard uh, when he has got the ball, and, and with that, you, you can make the wrong decisions. Um, but I think the only thing that kind of I think he will snap out of that, and I think he will kind of find find his form again um, as we find that balance as as a team. Um, and the only way to, to kind of you know get there with it is is by playing games. And, and learning from it a little bit, but it feels like he's almost trying too hard when he's got the ball. When he doesn't need to, I think he, he needs to put a bit more, a bit more trust in in the players around him. There were times where you know Talajibola kind of you know got himself up the pitch and was an option. And um, I, I understand you know a lot of the wing backs runs will be used as decoys, but there were times when he hesitated, hesitated, and then played the pass when Hull were a lot more kind of set up as as, as a defensive unit. Um, so he's not playing as as good as we all know he can he can do, but you know he w- I, I do believe he will get there with it. It's just going to be kind of game time, I think, and, and you know getting himself into the you know as the season develops more and more, I think we'll see Ollie kind of well hopefully we'll see Ollie kind of improve with his individual performances. Yeah, perhaps as well he, he will benefit if we were to play Newby at the tip of the diamond. He would maybe benefit from playing a little bit deeper um, as he did last season. Um, also, I think it's worth noting that he he will have had his head turned a little bit uh, by the transfer rumours, and we've seen it before with players that that have been linked with moves away, where their form has taken a little bit of a dip. We've seen it with some where um, it's improved drastically, and they've ended up getting the move on the back of it. But I think with Ollie, perhaps it's gone uh, the opposite way. Um, Ryan, another thing that we've mentioned quite often on the podcast recently has been the fact that we've been conceding goals in quick succession and it happened again on Saturday, didn't it? Do we Are we any nearer to getting any answers as to why this keeps happening? Not really. Um, I think it's probably becoming a case now where it keeps happening. So it's probably becoming a bit of a sort of shit we conceded. Let's show up shop for a few minutes and not concede again and it ends up happening. But uh, sort of again I think I, I say it every time there's no real I didn't look at it and think good God we're really panicking you know we look like we're going to concede again it just sort of happened and it seems to be every week so it must be something I can't put my finger on it and can't spot it um, you know I, I don't know if any of you guys feel the same but I've never looked at him for yeah it was obviously we we're going to concede again better other than Dean mentioned it on podcast again. Well, I do get, I do get some things right, you know. <laughs> um, Chaff, 
Luke mentioned uh, bowlers running sort of down the left hand side and offering options in that game on on Saturday. For me, he was actually our best player, even though it was a pretty difficult game to come in and make your debut. What did you make of this performance? I thought first half he played well. Um, I thought second half he was he got in right positions, but I thought he was a little bit wasteful um, with his crosses. But it was a. I've seen that people make worse debuts than him, definitely. Um, and we were that poor that, yeah, he probably was one of our better players, actually. Um, yeah, I was quietly um, impressed with him, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, defensively, he looks solid. Um, he looks to get forward whenever he can. Um, and as um, as it was mentioned before, Rathbone and him were sort of trying to link up, but Rathbone couldn't find the path. Um, I think there were two or three occasions where Baller was in a decent position to receive the ball and Ollie either took too long or he passed it out of play. So, yeah, I thought, yeah, he did quite well. Um, yeah, sort of a, a roles reverse this week in a way for Dale. Um, and now we've got the grim stuff out of the way talking about that defeat to Hull. Um, we can talk about a rare away win uh, on Tuesday night at Burton. Like I said, I wasn't able to watch this game, so I'm sort of relying on you guys to talk, talk me through it and and let me know your thoughts on the game. Um, I know that'll mean everyone texting me saying that I shouldn't be watching in future if I've missed us actually winning one for a change, but there we go. So, Luke, I'll come to you first, and we'll, we'll stick with uh, with Bowler, who, who as I know I've seen he's, he's got quite a lot of praise for his performance on Tuesday. So, uh, how did he do in that game? Yeah, I mean, if he played well on Saturday, he played really well last night. Um, we, we spoke briefly about what we, we thought we might see from him last week, and... Um, that that athleticism's clearly the um, he's got you know he's clearly got an engine on him because he, he he supports the attack as much as possible. What I was impressed with as well was his, his defending because he was up against a seasoned pro really in in Aiken who has caused us problems you know every time we play Burton it feels um, he's a real kind of strong effective player for him and and Bowler kind of dealt with him I think as best as as what I've seen anyone deal with with Aiken really when we've played them in years gone by. Uh, got tied to him really quick. Didn't let him kind of have a run at him. He was strong, physical. Um, his crossing's decent as well, you know. So he offers, he offers, he offers us something going forward as well. Um, really impressed. Thought he did really well, and you know, it feels like he's settled into the team already after two games, which is encouraging. Yeah, very exciting. Um, and he looks perhaps maybe like he's going to be in a similar mould to. Norrington Davies, that's just from, from the Saturday performance, obviously, I, I can't comment on, on the Burton game. Um, Ryan, on a more sort of general sense, how, how did you think um, they were played on Tuesday against Burton? Do you think it was a, a, an improved performance or weaker opposition? Did we deserve the win? How, how did you see the game pan out? Um, it was obviously weaker opposition than Hull, but I thought the performance was really good. Um, really similar to the sort of Rotherham performance towards the back end of last year where it was a bit, you know, every time we got the ball we were not long ball but we were a bit more direct than perhaps we were on Saturday. Um, we looked pretty dangerous. I thought in the first half we we certainly had, you know, at least sort of half an hour, 35 minutes of that half where we were head and shoulders above Burton. Um, they came on strong towards the latter stages and then in the second half, again, I thought we had the better of the sort of first 15, 20 minutes and men sat in for the last 15, 20 minutes. Um, and where we normally do that, the opposition create quite a few chances. Mizuno didn't really have 
much to do in the second half towards the end. I thought we defended excellently. Um, you know, I thought the two centre halves who came in, McNaught and Roberts, were really good. Um, Roberts, in particular, I think him and O'Connell will be um, sort of really good to watch as well as really good defensively. Um, you know, he had a really classy touch about him and was happy to bring the ball out. You know, his diagonals, his short passing were really good. Um, I thought Jimmy Ryan was absolute, was was excellent. You know, really what we've come to expect from him, really. Um, you know, tenacity in the middle, but also really good on the ball. And I think what impressed me most, I think Luke touched on it with, with Aikens, in that he's a really experienced pro who's done well against us. They're a really experienced side and they've got, you're probably talking hundreds, maybe thousands of league appearances between that, the side they put out. And I thought we we dealt really well against it. I thought Beasley did well, given that we were against, you know, experienced back line. Um, O'Toole was at centre-half, which I weren't expecting, but um, looked okay. <laughs> Dirty, but I thought Beasley did well against him, to be honest. And I thought it was just a really, really good away performance and something we're not, used to seeing to be honest from this Dale side but it was it was really good surprise and an excellent really and I thought we'd, we're more than deserved for a 1-0 victory Yeah Chaff is there anything that you wanted to add to that in terms of why you think it was a better away performance compared to what we've seen recently and uh, I know it was a debut for Roberts who you were particularly impressed with and who Ryan touched on there as well Um not really a lot to add. I think Ryan's covered it all there. Um, I, I do think we were better in possession. Um, we didn't have as much possession as the, the whole game. I think it was pretty even, to be perfectly honest, but I thought we were a lot better in possession. Um, we created a lot more. Um, we didn't give the ball away half as much as what we used to, or what we have done this season, sorry. Um, so, yeah, I thought it was a really good away performance. Um and I've not really much more to add. I thought Jimmy Ryan was outstanding. Um, I thought he absolutely bossed the midfield, to be honest with you. Um, Matty Lund chips in with goals all the time. We should be used to it now. I don't think he quite gets enough uh, praise for his aerial ability as well. It's another headed goal for him. Um, and touching on Roberts, it was Roberts who won the free kick that the that the goal came from. Um, clever little turn in the in the opposition half and won himself a free kick. I thought he was excellent on debut. Um, I think the likes of Amanqua and McGlaw last year were probably seen as sort of young prospects who could step into the first team when needed. It's a quarter phrase from football manager. Um, I think Tyler Roberts looks absolutely superb and he's not going to spend much time on the bench at all while he's here. So are you expecting... O'Connell and uh, Roberts to be the, the first choice centre-half pairing now? I think you have to, yeah. Um, unfortunately, as good as he is, you can't rely on Paul McShane to to play as many games as you'd want him to. So I think o well, O'Connell's the club captain. He's the, he's the better of the two defenders. I think Roberts comes in and fits in next to him, I think. I think it also gives us the potential that we can change it up a little bit and go three at the back um, with his introduction, I think. Yeah, I've got to say, I'm, I'm quite surprised to hear that because I, I am a fan of McShane, so obviously Roberts must have had a really good game last night to, to have made that impression straight away. Although it is, it is encouraging to know that McShane can step in 
and make a difference perhaps at some point because that's what he did last year when he came in, isn't it? We were we were struggling a little bit for form and, and his introduction sort of um, gave us a little bit of a boost. So perhaps that's something that we, we would see later in the season if we, if it was Robertson or O'Connell as, as first choice and, and maybe a, a drop of form would see McShane step up. Luke, Chaff has touched on a couple of the midfielders there. Uh, a better performance from Jimmy Ryan as well was mentioned. Um, I was a little bit surprised that he started, uh, to be honest, last, on Tuesday because um, I thought he really struggled on Saturday. How did he? How did he do? And how did he look alongside uh, Matty Lund, who Chaff also gave some praise to there? Really good. Um, I think Jimmy Ryan, when 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 he signed initially, it took a while for him to get going with us. Uh, I wasn't impressed with him at all, and I was surprised with kind of how poor he started with us um, when we signed him last season. But it took a few games for him to get going, uh, and I think it's the same again this season, really. Um, likewise with Matty Lund, same thing kind of happened when he, when he signed again last season. It took a while to get going, um, but mentioned it in previous weeks, kind of striking that, that balance in games and the way we had the midfield set up, I think that's where we won the game on Tuesday. Um, I thought we were a lot better than them in the middle of the park and apart from that, it was very, very even. Um, I just think everything was, was complemented really well. We was aggressive and, and kind of pressed at the right times. Um and yeah, you know, Jimmy Ryan played really well. He, he keeps his position in the team. Um, but just going back to kind of the points that we were speaking about then, about um, the defenders and whatnot, I do kind of see us, if, if we do have a full-strength team available to us, um, go into that back three, really, with Mick Shane as the centre one. Um, because, like Chaff said, it was Roberts that won the free kick in a part of the pitch where sometimes you see it with the Sheffield United with the centre-arse getting forward and whatnot. Hope you never know that might give him the chance if that's what he likes to do, coming out with the ball. We said again on Saturday with, with O'Connell coming out with the ball really well. If he was on the right-hand side, I see that kind of being available to us. Um, so for me, I, I, I really like Mick Shane. Um, and I, I go to a back three, personally. Um, I think that's where, where we'd kind of, you know, we'd be playing to our strengths if we did that with a fully fit team. Yeah, I agree. It's not something that I'd considered before. You said it between years then, but when you think about it, we don't really have any wide attacking players, whereas the, the, the full-backs that we have are both well all capable of, of getting forward. We know Matty Dome, when he comes in at left-back, is, is initially he was a, an attacking player. McLaughlin's a very, very forward-thinking full-back. Keoghan used to be a midfielder as well, so that makes perfect sense when you put it like that, especially when you consider that we don't really have any um, any real out and out wingers in the squad at the moment? Um, so Ryan, I will come to you uh, with Rathbone at the end after all. But talking about Tuesday, how did he do? Obviously, I've not seen much about it. Uh, he took the captaincy with O'Connell missing out. Was was that any improvement or another poor performance from him? Not really. I wouldn't say it was either of us. I think I wouldn't say improved massively. I don't remember his performance, so that probably says it all. But I also don't remember him being quite as annoying as he has been. Um, so I think it was a typical rap on performance in that he he ratted well and he perhaps travelled with a ball well. I think there were times where he kept hold of a ball a bit too long as usual. But um, I don't remember it, you know, being particularly memorable for for either side of a coin, to be honest. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't think the captaincy affected him. At all, um, but yeah, similar to be honest. 
Um, but I think a lot of the play down the left-hand side where he was playing was was through bowler. So he didn't, he weren't getting on the ball much in the left channel. And then obviously when it was in the middle, it was, it was pretty bitty and newbie were coming in and, and sort of things like that. So, yeah, I, I wouldn't say he was poor, um, but I would, equally I wouldn't say he was back to his best. And since we've talked about every other midfielder, Chaff, I know you wanted to mention Morley dropping into those deeper roles. Um, we've seen it pretty much all the way through Barry Murphy's reign with Morley dropping into the full-back positions or the quarterback role. Um, but you think he struggled to keep hold of the ball a little bit on Tuesday? Yeah, I think he's he's obviously in the in the side for a very, very specific reason. Um, almost like a quarterback, like you mentioned. His passing stats must be horrendous because he never plays a simple pass. He's in the side to to try and unlock doors, and the amount of times he gives the ball away is staggering. But I guess it's because he's trying to find that that on Keith Keith pass that's probably a lot more difficult than what the other midfielders are playing. But it's incredibly frustrating to watch. Um. Going back to Ryan's point on Rathbone, I thought Rathbone was excellent. To be fair, I thought he had a better, I thought he had a good game on Tuesday. I thought he brought the ball out a lot better. I thought he was better in possession. I thought he created. Well, he had a couple of a decent chances as well. But yeah, Marley's frustrating, very frustrating to watch. Um, but at the same time, the one ball that he did get right gave us the goal. So do you put up with the frustration if he's going to chip in with an assist? Every other game, probably. Lou, do you think perhaps that role that Morley's playing is more suited to having maybe a front three with two wide players? I think the sort of passes he looks to make are those Dawson balls in inverted commas that we used to see out to O'Grady, but we don't really have that player to aim at who's playing as like a wide target man at the moment. So who's he aiming for? Because you can't really play those balls straight down the middle. They're just going to come straight back, aren't they? Yeah, I agree. I think, again, with Humphreys coming back in the team, that does potentially allow uh, Beasley to, to move out to the right-hand side, which which will give us that option. Um, when Beasley signed, I, I had a listen to his interview and he kind of said that's his best position. So it does make me wonder if BBM signed him for that because it's been a running theme throughout the club, having that wide target man, hasn't it, over the years with, with Peter Vincenti and then Calvin Andrew. Um, and I just wonder if, if BBM's kind of following suit with the long-term plan of having Beasley out there. Um, but yeah, it's a tough it's a tough ask of Aaron Morley that. And clearly, he's been asked to play that way. Um, I think the whole idea is that it allows one of the wing-backs, whichever side Morley moves across to, it allows one of the wing-backs to move forward. And I think BBM kind of always likes to kind of create situations where we outnumber the opposition in different parts of the pitch. And, and that's the idea behind Morley kind of dropping in. Um, but you're right, it's not sticking up. The ball isn't sticking as much as, as, as what we would like. Uh, and it's kind of making Morley, I think, look worse than he actually is. Um, I think you're right, Dean. I think he just needs you know, something to aim at, at an angle. Whereas aiming directly into Beasley in the centre of the pitch, you're always going to get swarmed. And you've got to be really good if you're going to win a flick on to actually kind of direct it. In the, in the direction of a, of a Dale player, really. So, um, yeah, I think we'll carry on playing in the manner that we are with Morley doing that. Um, and, you know, with, with Beasley moving out wide, that will give him a chance to kind of actually um, 
make these passes look good rather than bad at the minute. Yeah, and it's especially difficult to try and win those flick-ons when there's no one running beyond him, which from what I've seen has been an issue so far. I haven't seen any of our midfielders really break beyond Beasley much in the games that I've seen. Um, okay, so are we saying better performance overall? How are we feeling now about the rest of the season? I know I keep asking this and it feels like it feels like a little bit of a uh, something that you would maybe ask in groups of six or seven games, but... I'm still finding it hard to figure out exactly where we are. And Ryan, we see, we seem to get these victories just when things are starting to look a little bit grim. We seem to get these wins from nowhere. And it was the same last season, really, weren't it? Yeah, it was. Um, I think, being totally honest, I'd, I'd be lying if I said I knew where we were in the table. Um, but I think looking at us, we've had a difficult start. Um, and I guess that a lot of the teams we've played are probably... You know, at least in the top half. Um, so I think I've seen nothing to suggest that we'll really struggle. But equally, I've seen nothing to suggest we're going to pull up any trees. So I'd, it's probably going to be a similar season in that it, I, I certainly don't see us being one of the sort of bottom two. Um, but I think we might be fighting to to sort of avoid being one of the other two teams to go down. But, you know, I think we've got enough about us when, when everybody's fit to, to stay above water, I think, from what I've seen so far. Um, you know, there's not been many teams I've seen where I've thought, you know, Jesus, they were head and shoulders above us, uh, barring Hull. Uh, but, he, you know, we were poor. Swindon were a lot better than us, but again, we were really poor. Um, so yeah, I think it's still too early to tell. I don't, I can't remember how many games in we are. Um, I've not looked at a table, but I think we look okay, and I think we'll surprise a lot of people. Um, I think a lot of people had us as twenty. I think you two had us down as twenty fourth or twenty third. I think we we certainly will be that, but I think we'll we'll be in a a bit of a scrap. Chaff, how about you? Are you still thinking? bottom two or, or are you thinking we might have a little bit more fight in us than that now um, I'm still thinking we'll really struggle um, I'm not going to lie about that but I think that every season as well um, I think yeah the the non-league the, the, the non-league signings that we've made are, are, are risks but the performances haven't been great Um we played well on Tuesday night. We played well against Fleetwood, um, but equally we were we were awful second half against Accrington, a team that you would expect to be in and around the sort of bottom quarter of the table. Um, I think Burton will be sort of in the same bracket, so that was a, a good game to pit us against and see where we're at really on Tuesday. Which we we passed really flying colours, but yeah, I'd still I still think we're going to be in and around the relegation zone practically all season. I hope I'm wrong, obviously, but um, yeah, I I don't see that changing off the back of one win. Yeah, Luke, what about you? I guess picking up on Chaff there to look at it from a slightly more optimistic view than Chaff, which isn't hard to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't really matter how bad we are when we lose. It's more a case of when we play well, we need to make sure 
we pick up points. And I suppose in the two games where we have played particularly well so far, we, we've managed to get the six points on the board with the two wins. If we can keep that up, then there's every chance we'll stay up this season, isn't there? Yeah, I think so. I think, again, in honesty, I think, you know, we will be in a relegation scrap. And I think it's because if you look across the league and, look, you know, I would, I would anticipate the average kind of number of injuries each team has on a week-to-week basis is probably three or four players in the squad. And I just think that hurts us more than most. Um, I still think the squad depth is just a little bit too light. Um where when we are missing a Humphreys, we really do miss Humphreys, um, and and kind of likewise across other positions in in, in the pitch, really. Um, but you know we've we've got to be encouraged. We've got a lot of young players in that team, and if they learn as quick as um, you know, Bowler seems to have learned in the first couple of games uh, that he's played. Um, you never know, kind of with regards to the potential and how, how quick they might grow as players um, in view of the experience that we're kind of giving them. Um, and I, I just think you know a lot depends on that as well. Um, can can Bar come into the team and be effective this season consistently? Um, can Bazunu kind of step it up another notch? Um, because these players have been brought in, they've all got potential. Um, and if they if they can kind of you know grow as the season goes on, you never know where that might take us. Um, but I think it does. You know, in, in, overall, if we have injuries, we're going to struggle more than most. And I think that's what's kind of key at the minute. Um, and that's the way I see it. Yeah, I think that's fair enough. I think, obviously, every team's going to struggle with injuries. I think as long as it's not quite as bad as last year, where I think at one stage we literally had a full 11 out, I think we might be able to cope. But um, this is this is me sort of tempering again my optimism, having not actually seen the game on Tuesday. But, um, Ryan, another game on, on Saturday against perhaps winnable opposition would you say how are you feeling about the uh, the Shrewsbury game this this coming weekend confident um, I think yeah it'll be a similar game to Tuesday I would imagine uh, again I'd be lying if I said I, I know where they are and how they've done but um, I think just looking off Twitter and things we don't seem to be winning every week and I know they lost Pike uh, pretty early on who you know, if they're going to miss Park, they'll struggle anyway. But I think we've lost for number nine. Um, and, yeah, de- definitely similar similar game. And I think if we pull out a similar performance, I think we can can at least bring home a point. Um, and I think, you know, it, it's going to come down to, you know, can we pick up points against the teams around us? And, you know, Saturday's one of those games where we've got to prove that we can do that. And if we can come on with, with three points from Saturday, I think puts us probably in a good position. Um, you know, a, you know, four points away from home consecutively, you'd take that regardless of who you're playing. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm yeah confident again, um, particularly after choosing and see what happens, I guess. But yeah, I think it'll be a very, very similar game against a team who tend to like to play football but have a couple of good professionals in there. Um, still got Ebanks Landell um, at the back, so we'll be it'll be a tough one to come up against. Um, we know all about him. Um, so yeah, uh, we'll have experienced pros in there, but he's quietly confident. Can I uh, push you for a score prediction? Um, you can. I'll go one all. I'll take that though. Shaf, 
score prediction from you? Um, is it wrong to go with the same as Ryan? Yeah, one all sounds pretty realistic to me. What I, what I would say as well is I'd, I'd take a point. I'd have took a point on Tuesday, and we've probably got more points now than what I predicted us to have at this stage. So that's about as optimistic as I get. <laughs> uh, Luke, are we going for a clean sweep of one ones here? Yeah, I have actually. Yeah, one one. <laughs> right, I'll go for a one nil Dale win then, just to break it up a little bit. Um, so that brings that to a close. But we, of course, have our little game to finish off, as always. Um, this week we have the 2018-2019 season, so we're bringing it a little bit more up to date. So, lads, I want. Since it's a little bit more recent and you've done really well with the last couple, uh, I'll say any player that played in any game uh, in all competitions. So, Ryan, I think you've won the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, so, we will go with you first and then we'll go Chaff and then Luke after that. So, any player to have played for Rochdale in any competition in the 2018-2019 season? Right. Josh Lewis. That's correct. Chaff? Calvin Andrew. That's correct. Interestingly, um, I don't think Ryan will, will like this, but our second highest appearance maker in that season. Luke? Uh, Hendel. Yeah, first highest and, of course, uh, top goal scorer as well. Uh, McNulty. Correct. Callum Camps. Correct. Maidum. Correct. MJ. Correct. Aaron Wilbraham. Correct. Ollie Rathbon. Correct. Joey T. That, <laughs> that's similar levels to your Flickcroft shout that last week, Ryan. He came off the bench in one game. Did he? Yeah. That Burton game, wasn't it? Jeez. Um, Aaron Marley. Correct. Luke Matheson. Correct. Ryan McLaughlin. Correct. Jimmy Keown. Correct. This is last season, isn't it? No. Season, season before. before. Season before. Lonigan. Correct. Banks Landell. Correct. Mentioned him a minute ago. Ethan. Ethan Hamilton. Correct. Luke, it's you. Yeah, I <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to leave that pause in now. Everyone <laughs> <laughs> have I got realistically? Realistically, the second half of the Spurs game kicks off in 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's gone blank here. If you can get one more, Luke, then I will give... Here we go. Uh, um, Gillen. Correct. Cozy. Correct. How? Stephen Dooley. Correct. If it helps, this is quite a big squad. We must have made quite a lot of changes in January because there's quite a few still to get. Uh, it was a fire sale, wasn't it? 
<laughs> Megaye. Correct. Inman. Correct. Joe Rafferty. Correct. Cannon. Correct. Now we've got some momentum. <laughs> You're welcome. Ad Zed. Correct. That was my next guest. Oh, God. Losing. I've lost all your momentum now. A little bit more thinking time for Ryan and uh, Luke. Do you want another clue? <laughs> yeah, if you've got another clue, I'd love one. Um, it was one of the players mentioned it was his namesake. Uh, Jordan Williams. I can't believe it's taken you that long to get that. <laughs> as soon as someone said MJ Williams, I was like, surely. <laughs> I bet there's been people listening at home going, come on. Luke, is Ryan going to even it up and give you another clue, I wonder? Just keep the noise down for a second, Dean. And, um, I've already got some more now. <laughs> can't be many left. So basically played in any competitive game. Any competitive game, yeah. Hottie. Correct. Uh, Zach Clough. Correct. Lewis Bradley. Correct. One appearance off the bench in the EFL trophy, (laughs) the old count. (laughs) It gets tenser every week, this. I love it. I really don't want to say this one because I'm not sure, but... Hopper. Correct. Sam Correct. I noticed you were coming baby shark then, so I knew you were going to say Sam Fabio Tavares. Incorrect. Incorrect. Didn't play in that season. Chaff, you're out. Unlucky, mate. Luke, can you, uh, can you stem... Whatever. Can you stem Ryan's winning tide at the moment? Ryan, it's... Oh no, it's who is it? It's Luke you, isn't it? Sorry. Yeah. How many have you got, Ryan? Oh, I'm I'm out of definites, but I've got a couple of maybes. In fact I'm certain of one. For everyone who's listening after I've edited out all the pauses, um that when I said that Tottenham were kicking off again in ten minutes was thirty five minutes ago now. <laughs> thirty two minutes of that has been Luke. <laughs> No, I would be out of lockdown by the time I really don't want to give in to Ryan. You're going to have to hold on. <laughs> I can't give you a clue because Ryan started, but if you can get one, then I've got a clue or two. <sighs> Come on, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want a clue on my maybe? Go on, then. Oh, no, don't. Magnus Norman. Correct. Oh, watch out. Perkins. Correct. For what it's worth, my clue was going to be that there was two keepers left, so there is another keeper left. There is. There is my clue, I think. You're going to have to wait a long delay again. (laughs) I can see... I think I can see four, maybe five more. Great effort. I can't remember whether one of them was said, but there's definitely there's definitely at least four that haven't been said yet. Connor Randall. Correct. <laughs> Brendan Moore. 
correct. <laughs> Straight back. <laughs> Another ten minute delay in coming. <laughs> Scott Weisman. Oh no, it's three on the bounce for Ryan Lockett. Hell. Um, Rory Holden. Who? Rory Holden. Correct. Um, Correct. Oh my days. Have we got a soccer bear to open? He's definitely got Google on his lap. <laughs> I, I wonder how to... Done it. Done my screen go off if I go on Google. <laughs> yeah, tell him that it does so he doesn't do it next week. Um, <laughs> okay, I think... I have just thought of another one as well, Ryan Delaney. Ryan Delaney, yeah, was actually our fifth highest appearance maker that season. Um, wow. I think the only ones that haven't been said, James Finnerty made one appearance. Uh, did anyone say Juwan Hamza? No. No. And the the other one was actually mentioned earlier in the podcast, if you can believe that. No? Unless one of you said it Joe and I Bunny. forgot. Oh, Joe Bunny. Joe Bunny. Joe Bunny's correct. I thought someone had said that. No, Raquel Pike. Yeah, he was as well, weren't he? Yeah, so I think, I think that's everyone mentioned. Um... I won't bother reading through the squad list again because I think that is everyone. Uh, so, three on the bounce for Ryan. Let's hope Dale can make it two on the bounce on Saturday. Uh, all that's left for me to say is thanks for joining me, Ryan. No, thank you. Chaff? Yeah, cheers, mate. Thank you. And Luke, thanks once again, mate. Cheers, lads. Cheers, everyone. Up the Dale. <laughs>